much for joining me on this episode of That's My Opinion. I hope you guys are drinking water, protecting your energy. It's a great day. It's a beautiful day, guys. Mercury is officially out of retrograde. We survive. Our wigs may be shifted. The lashes are gone. We have been left shook. But you know what? We still here, okay? Now, you guys may be wondering, what took this girl so long to upload an episode and maybe some of you are not wondering maybe some of you are like thank god this girl is no longer uploading episodes well if you all must know i was walking out of my parking garage you know minding my own business just you know doing my own thing and then all of a sudden i walked on top of an ant whatever it was looked like it was a gang and i assumed you know um it was literally within seconds nothing's gonna happen to me well i started feeling itchy i reached down i was like oh it's probably an ant hours later by the time that i was already leaving out of the office i had to take off my heels because at that point my feet were like huge and i was like okay whatever so i wake up the next day guys literally i had to go with a normal shoe on, on my right feet and then on my left feet wait is a foot <laughs> Can someone tell me? Um, the, the bottom line is that one of my foot looks like it's a brick, okay? It looks like I have an elephant um, foot, but um, I'm doing well. If everybody is wondering, uh, it's really painful. It's really um, inconvenient. I am walking only on one side and uh, it looks really bad. All I know is that guys wear socks, wear shoes, um, and never underestimate nature, okay? Um, other than that, guys, I hope that you guys are having a great time. And I really do mean it when I say thank you so much for all of those that are wondering, you know, is she going to upload an episode? And it means a lot to me. What are we going to go ahead and talk about today? I'll let you know right now in a bit. What we are going to go ahead and talk about is um, this week slash weekend. Well, this past weekend, we're already coming on to the new weekend. I felt like I was on like a babies, demons, and coffee vibe. You know, I watched Rosemary's Baby and... And yes, Roman Polanski is an asshole, you know, but I watched this movie for the first time. And the reason why I never watched this movie was because of the eerie connection it had to the Charles Manson murders. So it's going to be a time for a creepy fact, all right, guys? So Roman Polanski, which we already established seconds ago that he's an asshole, basically the director was married to Shannon Tate, who, as we know by now, was murdered along with some friends by the Manson cult. Now, one of the reasons why I, why I wanted to watch this movie is because of this new movie called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by Quentin Tarantino. I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and watch this. As we know, Shannon Tate was murdered along with some friends by the Manson cult. Now, you guys might be thinking, so she was murdered by a cult. Big deal. Happens all the time, right? Well, at the time of the murder, she was pregnant nine months pregnant to be exact and for those of you that have watched the movie rosemary's baby or if you haven't i'm gonna go ahead and let you know that the movie basically dealt 
with a pregnancy and a witch cult. So I know it's very dark-sided. So bottom line, that was the reason why I had never watched Rosemary's Baby. I just felt like it was super dark-sided. There obviously had to be some type of poltergeist in there. And because I just felt like the energy, just because of those two things connecting, you know, sometimes life imitates art. And I just felt like it wasn't... It wasn't the right vibe. Nevertheless, I finally watched it. And honestly, I it's super aesthetic and everything, like the colors and everything, and, I, and the story, and I stand. But Roman Polanski is still an asshole, okay? So I love a good story. This wasn't horror. It was a psychological movie. You know, the movie deals with witches, paranoia, and all that, and, and pregnancy. And Mia Farrow is beautiful. And I definitely recommend this movie as Halloween is now approaching. And shout out to all my Libras. Shout out to all my Halloween lovers, all my October lovers. Just know that we survived cancer season and uh, we are now in Leo season and we will survive Virgo season. Okay, I'm speaking that into existence right now. Now, in some weird twist of events, I watched a movie on Netflix that was... Um, they were promoting this movie. It was called The Sun. And again, somehow I got stuck in another baby movie. <laughs> and it was the wor the weirdest thing this whole weekend. The weekend was just like the weirdest. It was like a whole baby vibe. It was another psychological thriller. And this is the type of movie that you watch like on a weekend. All relaxed. You know, after you took a shower. Covered in icy hot. Maybe with a side of a pickle and flaming hots or whatever you indulge in maybe an ice cream cone or whatever it is that rocks your boat just that okay it's a spanish movie i give it a 7.5 out of 10 it was a good story but I would have loved to see more content. Is that the right word? I I feel like this this should be the name of the program. Is that the right word? They kept showing images of Francisco Goya's Saturn devouring his son. But I honestly couldn't find a connection to the movie, to this painting that they kept showing. So it's going to be time for another creepy fact. All right, guys. So make sure that you watch this movie that way you know what I'm talking about or just go ahead and google the painting Saturn devouring his son basically the that's what I'm saying like the movie puts a lot of pictures of this painting but yet I couldn't see a connection but the movie was good in itself who is uh Francisco Goya is a famous famous painter and the painting Saturn devouring his son that comes out a lot in the movie shows Saturn eating one of his sons. Now the painting is super creepy and rumor has it that this painting was hanging over the painter, Mr. Goya's dining room. Now the story behind the painting is a Greek myth of Titan Cronus, aka Saturn who had a fear of being overthrown by one of his children. Yes. So, guess what he did? He ate all of his children once they were born. His wife ended up hiding their youngest son, who eventually ended up overthrowing his power. Yes. Shout out to all our strong females out there. Basically, that son ended up becoming... um 
sales or sales or what's what's the accent for Greek? And basically, I just wanted to give this creepy fact not only because it's interesting to know, but to make a point that the movie has no direct connection. And also, I love Francisco Goya, even though he went a little crazy there at the end of his painting career, and he started doing really dark paintings with very weird shadows and witches and all that dark-sided stuff. Nevertheless, talent is talent, and he had a lot of talent, but yes, he did go a little crazy, but which one of her favorite artist has not gone a little crazy and given us a masterpiece am i right anyways um so guys i was going to talk about something completely different today and then something happened and you might be thinking what happened yesterday i was listening to oprah the iconic oprah I was listening to an episode that she had um, called Best Life Saving Lessons. Now, this episode is her presently kind of doing a voiceover, but she is using um, audio files or video files from previous interviews from the past. So... This one is called Best Best Saving Life Lessons, and I felt in that moment after listening to that, I felt like I needed to talk about this. It might help resonate with some of you, or it might save one of you, or whatever the case is, but I just wanted to add a little personal touch to whatever she said and and piggyback off her. So basically what was happening, she had Detective Kevin DeBecker who is the author of The Gift of Fear. And they were talking about tips for when you find yourself in danger. And I just want you to think about this crazy fact, guys. One out of every 25 persons that are born are born a sociopath. That means that they lack a conscience. That means that they have no emotions. They know how to mimic emotions. They know how to mirror someone else's whatever they're feeling as a fake act, but they themselves, they don't have it. Just think about this fact. You're in a restaurant. One out of 25 people in there has no remorse. Just think about that. This is why I felt like it was so important to talk about this today with you guys. Just that that fact should send chills down your spine. Now, Detective Kevin DeVecker says that fear is her best friend because it alerts us that something is not right. And this is so true you guys i'm gonna go ahead and tell you guys some stories right here and hopefully it will help some of you connect and say wow i'm not alone it has happened to somebody someone else even my story might be minimal to whatever you guys have gone through and after that we're gonna talk about some tips and tricks that Gavin DeBecker and another um another author give when you are in danger now this story we're gonna go ahead and go back in time to when i was 16 years old 
Now, when I was 16 years old, I did what every other 16-year-old was doing back then, or at least the ones that weren't allowed to go out and that was sneaking out. Now, during this time, I was 16 years old, like I was saying, and I had remembered that uh, not a friend of mine, but a guy that I knew briefly through someone else had invited me to go out with him and some friends to a club. Mind you, I wasn't 18 years old or 21, but he said that he could get me in. Now, at the age of 16, if any other person has been 16 before, as you all know, what happens at that age is you kind of want to like rebel yourself, you know, against everything. And you're like, no, I'm, I'm so, I'm, yes, I'm so fun. I'm this, I'm that. Um, and on top of that, I was heartbroken. Have you girls ever, or have you girls and guys ever noticed that we tend to make a lot of bad mistakes when we're heartbroken? Okay, so moral of the story, um, go ahead and sit out your heartbreak, right? So this person had invited me to go out. So I, you know, got ready. Typically during those times, I always went out with friends, close friends, girlfriends. In this moment, I just went out with a group of friends. And we ended up going to this club. You know, they allowed me to go in because, you know, it was just those very like corrupt clubs where they were letting underage kids go in and Although he was older, so they knew him. And so I went in and it was a group of friends of ours. Well, at the end of the night, he went ahead and dropped everybody off and asked me, would you like to come back and just have a drink and, and listen to some music or whatever the case may be? Now, I was 16 years old and I was... It almost felt like I was being pressured, and I know this sounds crazy, but now, of course, as I'm older, I know that I hold myself accountable to the point that I shouldn't have even gone out, and that anything that happened to me after that was, yes, probably a situation that I placed myself in, but it still doesn't um, take away from the fact that, of course, I wasn't the responsible grown-up in this situation so we went back to this to his place and I'm a little inebriated and we're laying down in his bed and he's saying you know I'm just gonna go ahead and turn off the lights let's just go ahead and listen to music and I just started feeling like something inside of me something inside of me and mind you I did not like this person I had no attraction to this person. I, all I did was, you know, accept an invitation to go out as a group of friends because, again, I was heartbroken and I wanted to go out. In no shape or form was I attracted to this person. So we're laying down there and something inside of me is telling me, something is not right here or something is gonna happen this person kept telling me no go to sleep I promise I'll take you back to your house in two hours and it'll be fine and I just remember feeling like no something is not right when he turned around to pretend quote-unquote that he was gonna go to sleep I it so happened lucky for me I was on the side of the bed that was next to the floor 
So under the bed, I texted a friend of mine that I knew was going to be awake and that knew that I was, he was going to help me. And I said, you have to call me and pretend that you're my dad and come and get me, please, because this person is going to harm me. Like, I'm not lying, you guys. Like, I felt like in that moment, something bad was going to happen to me. And if I went to sleep and luckily this friend um and I always remember this story you know luckily this and I always remember the story and I always remember this feeling and luckily this friend ended up calling me and he sounded like my dad and said I'm gonna go and pick you up and and this guy got all paranoid and um eventually my friend came and picked me up and he gave me gave it to me like he fully went you know father on me you know read me to the core honey like you shouldn't be out what the hell are you doing this and this and this and that I definitely learned my lesson that night um I feel like when we're young we kind of get into this oh we're invincible mode where nothing can happen to me and uh, sometimes we forget that something can happen you know something can happen and it is so important like I said like it was that feeling that told me you know what do something or something is gonna happen to you now this next story is so crazy because um basically what had happened was I had just moved to Austin and I had been not just moved, but it had been like a year or something. And I had gone out with some friends. I came back and as I parked my car, it, this was like around 1 a.m., 2 a.m. So I came back and as I parked my car in the apartment complex in front of my apartment, I noticed a truck with four guys passing by full music conversation super loud windows down and i noticed from the side of my eye you guys i noticed that this truck sees my lights and stops not behind me but a little bit to the side of me and they stop and i could hear the i could hear the conversations i could hear the motor running I could hear the music and I, something inside of me, you guys, I kid you not, told me, don't get down the car. Something inside of me said, do not get down from the car. And I waited there. I waited there for five minutes inside the car. My stomach was turned. My I was, I felt shaky. I remember praying to God. This is a very funny story because there's two situations that definitely change the way and how often I, I went out. And that was one of them. And the other one was me almost dying of alcohol intoxication with my brother. <laughs> and those were two situations but this one, it was scary. My stomach was turned. I remember praying to God, saying, God, I've learned my lesson. I'm not going out, you know. And I got, the truck ended up leaving. 
And I just remember getting my stuff and running to my apartment with a key in my hand, everything, ready to call 911 on dial. Guys, the next morning, watching the news, that same night, someone had been attacked, their cars had been stolen, and apparently... It had been a group of four guys in a truck that were going around town to apartments targeting people that were getting out from their car late at night and they were beating them up. They were taking their cars. They were taking their money. They were taking, you know, their stuff. It so happened that all their victims had been men. And I always think, what would have happened if I would have gotten down from that car? I would have been a female victim. God knows what would have happened to me. I just remember standing there in front of the news and saying, oh my God, God saved me. And in that moment, it was those same group of guys that had gone around and, and exactly the same M.O. They waited, you know, for people to get out of their car late at night. They beat them up. They took away the car. In that moment, I just felt like the boys helped me to save myself, you know. And, of course, prayer. I just remember being like, it was intense. The other situation happened recently you know, I was at the gym and I was working out. Mind you, before that, I had gone to go and pick up my mail from the mail center. And I had noticed that all of the mailboxes were closed except for mine. And I said, something is not right here. And I saw inside my mailbox and I noticed that my, one of my, specifically one of my envelopes had been tampered with. So I immediately said something is not right here. I kept telling everyone and everybody was like, no, it was probably in the mail, you know, in the, it was probably the mail and over there in the UP, USPS, uh, center fall they probably some somebody did something over there but all throughout the time I always felt like no it wasn't there I always felt like it was someone you know there well anyways that situation happened then the next day I had gone to the gym and there was a napkin in between the gym door and the lock and in order to get to the gym you have to have a lock to get in a pin and I just remember feeling like um, something is not right here. So I go and work out. I'm there working out and I go in and usually there's always the same guy working out. We're always working out. He's very respectful. He, he doesn't pay attention to me. I don't pay attention to him. It's usually always the same people that are working out. This time I went in and I saw a man and my stomach turned and I felt like scared. And for all of you guys, you know, that suffer from anxiety, whatever, it, it's not the same feeling. This is a different feeling. 
I felt scared. And typically I'll run, I'll do a little bit of cardio and then I'll work out. But this time I said, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and just go to the other room where you can do actual workouts and whatever and just go ahead and go there. So that's what I did. I went there and um, kind of left quietly without being seen. So I went there and I'm working out. And this guy, this old man, older man, finishes working out and passes next to where I'm at. And he walks out of the gym. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling a little better. Well, a minute or two later, he comes back inside, walks again back. Took him a while for him to come back out. And I said, what the hell is he doing inside there? Because the rooms are divided. You can't see them. So he was in the back room again after he had left. He was already walking. And I was like, okay, maybe he forgot something or whatever. But already inside of me, I was feeling anxiety. And he ended up getting walking again past by the room where I was at, got out. I thought he was leaving again and then walked on the side and started peeking towards the back door that towards the back door that is next to the gym where he was, the gym where he was originally working at. In that moment, I just felt like I had 911 dialed again on my phone and I just felt like I need to go home right now. I hadn't even finished three sets. I was barely on, on set two. And I just said, I need to go home. And I just remember getting out and running. And running back to over here to my apartment. And just a feeling that, hey, you know what? I'd rather look crazy than be sorry. That's just how I felt. Like, everybody else kept telling me, no, maybe he was just this, maybe he was just that. Kind of normalizing it. My gut told me something different. And I feel like in that moment, I needed to honor that feeling that was arising inside of me. Now, going back to one of the reasons why I was feeling so paranoid, it's not only because of that in itself, but the mailbox being tampered with, the napkin holding the between the lock and the and the and the door, a lot of this stuff. Will it so happen that a few weeks ago we received an email saying that they had contacted police because apparently the mail the mail has, is now being tampered with, like someone was coming in and you know actually messing up and trying to break into all this stuff and I just remember feeling I was not crazy but I was labeled as I was paranoid all this stuff but I knew deep down that I wasn't crazy always in these situations guys it is so important for us to listen to our inner voice or inner feelings even though nobody else may feel it, even though nobody else will see it, I can promise you, your feeling, your emotionally, your emotion will eventually end up being vindicated. And honestly, the best advice that my mom ever gave us is 
No confían en nadie. Don't trust anyone. My grandma, I remember, she also used to say, and this goes back to generations, so I'm sure that to some of you this might sound familiar. My grandma also used to say, no anden en la calle después de las 12 porque el diablo anda suelto. Nothing good happens after 12, basically. And um, sometimes we see this type of advice as paranoid, you know, or parents or, 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 you know, our grandparents, they're trying to corrupt us. But the truth is, once you reach, you know, um, an older age, maybe you're now in the 20s and 23s or whatever, you've now yourself been put in situations where you've been scared. Um, you're now seeing this as more important advice the truth is guys listen to this please each hour 75 women are raped in the u.s and every second a woman is beaten on top of all of that we have domestic violence emotional and mental abuse infidelity kidnapping human trafficking that's why gavin devecker talks about or pre-incident indicators and our intuition help us recognize the dangers or when something is not right. The moment your soul, your body, your heart align to tell you that something is wrong, please listen. We can confuse intuition with anxiety, but like I was telling you guys, I can assure you that it is different. The feeling is the warning sign. Know that feeling. Get to know that feeling because that feeling is going to save you. So often when we tell someone, typically men or, you know, people that are not into this sort of sort of psychology, um, they sometimes dismiss the feeling saying oh you're overreacting you're thinking too much don't allow anyone to direct your intuition it is much better to be wrong to look crazy than to be sorry our gift is our intuition and if for any reason it is too late and you already find yourself in danger because it can happen Sanford Strong, he is an author. He advises that everything is your decision. You're either going to accept the situation or fight to survive. It's all up to you guys at that point. Okay? Sanford Strong says, number one thing, if you ever find yourself in danger, let's say that you're walking out of your car, you're now being attacked, react immediately resist resist as much as you can because most often what we think or what we have been made to believe is that oh you know do us do as i'm saying what is the first thing that we see in movies is when someone says do do what i tell you or you're gonna get hurt right that's the first thing that someone tells us. And we immediately say, well, let's go ahead and do what they're telling us because we're going to get hurt. The truth is that criminals 
predators, specifically people that you don't know if this person that's attacking you is a serial rapist, is a serial murderer. They don't, they're not promise keepers. They're not there to keep a promise to you. They're there to satisfy whatever their need is. So just remember that. It is so important. Those first seconds when you're attacked, those first seconds when you you come across someone and maybe they're not giving you a good vibe, within those first seconds, your heart, something is, is telling you something. That's why it is so important, guys, to if you're going to go work out, make sure that you're working out at a gym. Make sure that you're working out in front, you know, during the day. Make sure that you're doing all this stuff in the best manner possible to protect yourself. Because maybe it sounds like, oh, I can't live my life. But the reality is that we live in a place where, again, 1 in 25 people are sociopaths. Just imagine how much more psychopaths we have, how much more rapists, how much all of this. Within those first seconds, it's important that we react, that we immediately, you know, do something, get like start scanning your surroundings. Where am I? Um, your feet, someone approaches you, you're out in a bar, you know. Your friends, use your friends as someone, you know, as, as so they can guide you, so they can say, you know what, something is not right here. The number two is, like I said, do not resist. Number three is the most important, guys. And this is exactly why I wanted to talk about this. We're, leave, we're living in a world where an Uber is not safe, a lift is not safe, a bar, going out to a bar it's not safe. Going out for a run is not safe. This is this is why I completely changed the subject of what I was going to talk about. The most important thing is, guys, if you already find yourself in danger, do not allow the predator to take you to another location. This is so important, guys. That other location is crime scene number two, and that is the place where you will be killed, and you will be raped, and you will be tortured, and that is the place where it's going to be even more isolated, it's even going to be even more hard to get out, because just think about it, if he's willing to do all those things in crime scene number one, what is that person, he or she, what is that person not willing to do in crime scene number two? In isolation. Never allow them to take you to crime scene number two. If they're going to shoot you, let them shoot you in crime scene number one. If they're going to stab you, let them stab you in crime scene number one. If they're going to do whatever they need to do, let them do it in crime scene number one. Because I can assure you... That once you're moved to another location, guys, it will not be pretty. This goes to anything for domestic violence, for toxic relationships, for for whatever it is, for bars, for whatever it is, guys. Please, please, please use your gut. The number four step that this author speaks about is never give up trying to fight to stay alive so often, you know, we hear, don't fight it, do as I say. But the truth is that both options will most likely have the same consequence. And submitting yourself might have even worse consequence. So use that 
instinct that you know is part of us humans and fight whatever situation that you're in guys if your gut is telling you you know what something is not right with this person that i have a relationship with something is not right it applies to everything it applies to infidelity it applies to 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 domestic violence it applies to rape it applies to whatever it is guys if your heart is telling you something is not right something is not right please that is your heart that is your soul and that is your mind and that is time aligning themselves to warn you to give you a heads up and it is important that you sit down and that you listen it's better to look crazy than to be sorry in my personal opinion and i did want to go ahead and say this real quick this is something that i am very guilty of guys i as a parent whenever you know i am maybe i'm out in the store and i bump into friends or I bumped into a friend or whatever the person knows me and i'm with my daughter and i say hi whatever and they're like oh this is your daughter and my daughter tends to hide behind me what is the first thing that us parents do and that our parents have done to us don't be shy say hi don't be shy say hi and we do this all the time and i really am reminding myself to not do it anymore that same action that pushed our kids behind us that is what is gonna help our kids along the way to protect themselves it is important that we don't coerce our kids or children to do something that they don't feel comfortable doing and so often we forget that and i feel like that's part of the culture sometimes and i myself am personally gonna make sure that if my child doesn't feel comfortable saying hi to someone that i don't push my child to say hi to that person because you know what the thing about children is children are very you know they also have an intuition when we tell our children oh you know be scared of the stranger be scared of the don't this and this and this and this and that so often our children believe oh you know then good people are good but so often it's like i was saying sociopaths know how to mirror other people's emotions so they know how to act good and we should teach our children bottom line no matter if the person is good or bad if they don't feel like talking to them or if they don't know them good or bad they shouldn't be speaking with them period you know but you, i just guys i just i went on a rant there i, I got it got wild um i just wanted to go ahead and talk about this guys i was listening to it and i literally felt like this is i completely changed everything that i was going to talk about originally i said you know what this is what i'm going to talk about because i feel like someone needs to hear my stories maybe someone needs to hear this message whatever it is i hope that's with someone it resonates that maybe it helps someone if they ever find themselves god willing they don't or whatever it is that you believe in i hope that you don't find yourself but it's always good to be prepared to always um be alert you know and to teach our children to use and to learn how to use that part of us that is fear 
and um, to to treat that as a gift, you know. I'm not talking about the fear, oh, you know, a basketball game tomorrow or, oh, you know, tryouts or all oh, going back to school. That's anxiety, okay? That And again, there's a difference between intuition and anxiety. So I just wanted to talk about this, guys. I thank you so much for, for joining me today. And I hope that whatever I was going to talk about um today that I can go ahead and just push it up to the next week. Um, but thank you. Thank you so much. I hope that my foot, um, goes back from being a brick to being a normal little, my normal little size five, um, little feet so that I can fit into my heels. Um, and I just want to thank you guys so much for the support. Thank you for everybody that has been trying to be consistently hearing me. I appreciate you guys so much. And again, guys, whatever you, you want me to talk about, please reach out to me, whatever it is that you want to tell me about, or you want to, you, whatever it is, I am here for you guys. If you guys want me to get better, you know, maybe at my quality or in anything, Please donate some money to me, okay? Because I'm accepting all type of coins, okay, you guys? You are more than welcome to give me your money, your coins, your donations. Because, honey, I am doing this for free, honey, okay? Um, thank you so much, guys. Los quiero mucho y los quiero triunfar.